0: This is Ozarks at Large. A new study, led by Dr. Claire Brown, an assistant professor at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, shows women with mental health disorders are far more likely, about 50% more likely, to experience a severe clinical condition while giving birth. That's compared to women without a mental health disorder. And on average pay more than $450 in additional costs per delivery. Yesterday, we reached Dr. Brown, who conducted the research in association with colleagues at the Institute for Medicaid Innovation in Washington, D.C., and asked her about the study. She says her research revolves around understanding different characteristics that are related to adverse outcomes like low birth weight or adverse maternal outcomes.
1: And we are well aware of the relationship between having physical, clinical comorbidities and how those impact the outcomes of so things like hypertension, diabetes. But what we're gaining understanding of is how important mental health conditions are on those outcomes as well. And it's understood that there are relationships from, between having um, various mental health um, conditions and adverse outcomes, but the specific relationships between different types of mental health conditions and some of the costs associated with those are something that Um, is less studied, and so that's something that we thought would be important to look into. And I guess a little more broadly speaking, there was a call for papers related specifically to perinatal mental health conditions and and perinatal outcomes, and so that's kind of what spurred the the discussion of, yes, let's go forward with this particular analysis, when we had already done several studies related to um, racial disparities and payer-related disparities among um, women with different characteristics and severe maternal outcomes.
0: And and what the study says um, is that women with mental health disorders are 50% more likely to experience a severe clinical condition while giving birth compared to women without a mental health disorder. 50% to me, a layperson, that's a big number.
1: It's a big number to those of us who, who do the analytics as well. And I think, you know, we... we someone anticipated that that we would see a, a difference, particularly for cost, which was another study, uh, another study outcome. But I don't think that we anticipated seeing such a large difference with respect to, um, what we call severe maternal morbidity, which includes 21 different factors that the CDC classified as severe maternal morbidity. And that's kind of the algorithm that we run to determine if, if a woman had an adverse maternal event and, um, Yes, we were very surprised that, that those numbers were so different as well. And, and the disparity um, was even larger for women who had a trauma or stressor-related condition, which was actually 87% higher.
0: And so there's the, the medical concerns here as well as financial concerns. Um, it, And I guess if you think this through, this sort of makes sense, but there's a higher uh, financial burden for women with mental health disorders. Per birth, compared to those without, and I guess that is because those those clinical problems can translate into more money in the hospital.
1: Sure, and I mean you're you're spot on that. I mean theoretically, if an individual has some type of clinical condition. It's going to likely increase the cost of whatever type of healthcare s- service they're receiving. So, we anticipated that there would be higher costs among those with this extra condition, in this case, a mental health condition. Um, and so we are, it's likely that p- part of that cost may be related to the mental health condition itself, but also part of the increased cost is related to the fact that those women did have higher rates of these kind of severe clinical outcomes, which are certainly costly. So they can include things anywhere from mechanical ventilation to having a um, blood clot in the lung. So when you have one of those kind of severe clinical outcomes, it can it can be very costly, certainly.
0: And so knowledge, of course, is power. We, we know this, this study tells us this. So part of, I guess, what we should do as a society is you know, be better at identifying mental health challenges so that these uh, matters can be dealt with throughout a pregnancy or perhaps even before a pregnancy?
1: Exactly. Ideally, both. I mean, ideally, you're able to identify a mental health condition throughout a woman's life, whether it be between pregnancies, before pregnancy, during or after pregnancy, or for for women who, who aren't even of childbearing age but the idea is, yes, if you identify them early and are able to mitigate any challenges that may be related to having a mental health condition, you may be able to prevent subsequent adverse um, outcomes. And one of the kind of findings from our study or something that, that we felt was particularly important is is the, the outcomes related to the trauma or stressor-related disorders. So we're certainly gaining more understanding of the importance of screening for depression and screening for anxiety because we understand that those things are highly related to adverse outcomes. And something that we feel is additionally important is screening for some of these other mental health conditions that also are related to adverse outcomes for the mother. And there's these things called safety bundles, which are kind of these toolkits with Um, things to, um, tools to screen for these conditions and and resources that you can provide to the mother or uh, her family in order to help deal with some of these conditions and and the characteristics and outcomes related to these conditions. And ideally, we would have these safety bundles for other clinical um, conditions, specifically other mental health conditions, such as the trauma-related or stressor-related disorders.
0: Yeah, and I guess broadening out from just this study, it indicates that uh, you know, attention to mental health conditions is just important no matter where a person is in life. I mean, this just kind of reinforces that.
1: Certainly. And I mean, I I think part of the challenge is there's a lot of stigma. And discrimination and challenges, just simply talking about the fact that you may have a mental health condition, whether it be with your OB/GYN or primary care physician in the case of this study or your family or peers. And so I think the more that we recognize the impact of mental health conditions and kind of normalize it, it's it's something that, that that's common among individuals, the more likely that someone's going to be open to talk about that, the more likely that providers feel comfortable talking about that with their patients, again, whether it be kind of in the perinatal atmosphere or not the the better able the better we will be able to identify and treat those conditions as early as possible
0: were you able to tell at all whether some of the stress that could be related is whether someone can afford their medical care is that was that a factor at all
1: so we did look at this particular study, we were um, able to stratify the outcomes by payers, so specifically Medicaid and private insurance. There's obviously relatively few women who have Medicare coverage as that's primarily for individuals who are 65 and older, although there is a small percent of women, particularly those with disabilities. But in this particular study, we were only able to stratify by private and Medicaid covered deliveries. And we did see higher rates of many of the mental health conditions among women with Medicaid coverage. So as you know, Arkansas expanded Medicaid under the under the private option, which has certainly allowed women to have um, improved continuity of coverage. so they're more likely to have insurance coverage throughout their kind of childbearing years rather than only once they become pregnant, which prior to Medicaid expansion, there were many women who were not eligible for Medicaid until they were pregnant. Um, so that's something that's really important is having insurance coverage prior to pregnancy so that you can identify. Both the physical and mental health and behavioral conditions prior to pregnancy, so that you can treat them, I don't know that we can really draw causal conclusions from this particular um study, but I think certainly that there are many stressors that can cause um, you to have or that can increase your likelihood of having mental health conditions. Something we would have loved to study, but we unfortunately couldn't just because of small sample sizes in some of the mental health conditions, but we are. Um, under the impression, just given the rates of the trauma or stress-related disorders among black women, that it's likely that various social stressors and the compounding of different um, barriers to care and you know, stigma and discrimination, that those likely... Um, compound together and increase the probability that a black woman has a trauma or stressor-related disorder. And so that's something that I'm very passionate about. We weren't able to look at it for this particular study, again, just because of data limitations. But theoretically, women who face um, either structural or realized racism are more likely to have um, traumatic events in their lives, which could ultimately impact their health as well as the health of their infants. Dr.
0: Claire Brown is an assistant professor at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. Her research, conducted in collaboration with colleagues at the Institute for Medicaid Innovation in Washington, D.C., will be published in the peer-reviewed journal Health Affairs. We spoke yesterday.